Well, good afternoon, good morning, and good evening. Whatever time of the day it is that you're listening to this program, welcome to Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff as we enter only one more week, just over a week, so we finally kick off this season, September 9th, on the road. And uh, as I promised you over the last couple of podcasts, I've been teasing you that I'll be bringing on a frequent guest in front of the program. He's here with us today. So without any further ado, we're going to get right into it because we've got a lot to talk about as we kind of look around the NFC East at our potential, well, there are our foes, but our potential challengers for the division. What do we all think about the Washington Commanders? Well, we're going to get uh, Johnny, our friend, the Commander fan, and uh, Johnny, welcome as always. Thank you for joining us, and I'm sure there's some excitement there down in the Virginia area for the Commanders. Absolutely. Appreciate you having me again. Always enjoy it. Uh, this is one of those seasons where we're almost playing with house money at this point because everybody would have traded an 0-17 season to get rid of the awful owner that we've had for the past 25 years. And it finally happened this past off season and your fans, your listeners in Philly definitely know about Mr. Harris, seeing that he also owns the 76ers there in Philly. So right. uh, this, this is something that longtime fans have been wanting forever and win, lose or draw on how this season turns out, uh, everybody in, DC and the area is yeah. So we're gonna dig ha- into that. Just happy to turn the corner. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, uh, not that that's a good thing for the Eagles because um, even well, even though when you've struggled, you've always played the Eagles pretty tough. But mm-hmm. they, let's let's be honest here. You haven't been a threat to the division in several several years. Um, and they had that one year where you kind of made a run, but other than that, there's been not much to really be excited about down in Washington for a while. So the true fans right. like yourself. That have hung in there, have got to be uh, got to be pretty excited to some of these changes and the team that you have. I mean, we're going to get into the team momentarily, but let's just talk. You mentioned about the Snyder and the management changeover. So, give me a sense of what the temperature is of the Washington uh, fan base now. Is it is it as juiced as up as I'm kind of reading reports and kind of seeing out there? Are you guys as excited as as kind of how the media is portraying it? Definitely. And I could give you a personal story to, to back that up. Um, I'd already bought tickets for the season opener, which were playing Arizona. Um, hoping that should be a fairly simple win, but oh, you, they hang on. To, they yeah, seem, we'll I'm glad be, you brought that up really quick. Tank, hey, John. They seem to be in tank mode. Dude, I don't know what's going on in Arizona, but if you don't, if you want to talk about a layup victory to start your season off. I mean, you guys are one and zero. I'll say it right now. There's no way you're losing that game. I don't know what's going on in Arizona, but I, they are a mess. I've been snake bitten so many times by playing the schedule game. Oh yeah, we're going to beat them. Yeah, to, but they, to, I tell you to what, no better. But yeah. they are they are definitely in tank mode. I don't know what's but, going on over there. I think the NFL should actually look into what's going on there because what they're doing is not making. I'm hearing they're like, even if Murray was ready to play, they're thinking about benching him or sending him out. Right. I don't know what's going right. on over there. Anyway, no, sorry they, to interrupt they, you, but when you mentioned appear, Arizona, I'm like, i got to jump in. They appear to be in full tank mode for either Caleb Williams or Drake May. I mean, it's it almost seems 
inevitable that they're going to be the worst team. Well, you know, Caleb's my guy, Mr. USC. I do. And, you know, Drake is, Drake is my guy, <laughs> being that he's a Tar Heel. So, yes, I, I one of those two is going to be the first pick in the draft this coming year. And, oh, yeah. And it sounds – it seems very it's likely be Caleb. that – It has to be Caleb, though. I mean, I know you well, like your guy, but – We have a whole season of football. To yeah, it's going to be Caleb, though. Maybe we'll put it a little side. Is. Maybe a little put a little sideways on that one. No, I'm not. I'm not betting against you on it, but I'm just saying <laughs> right, got it's it's too early to make that a definitive. Yeah, that's yet. that's true. That's true. The beginning the beginning of 2019, nobody thought that Joe Burrow was going to be the number one pick, and then he point made. shot to super superstardom and became the number one consensus pick. Point so made, sir. It you, can happen. Absolutely. It can happen. You got. It. So anyway, I, I'd already bought my tickets for this game months ago back in right when they put the schedule out but i didn't buy a parking pass for fedex field and i regret that now because i realized this morning that uh, i still need to go in and get my parking pass and as you know because we tailgated and parked together at at fedex last year for the washington eagles game that ticket the parking pass was 70 bucks 80 bucks something like that even on the secondary market well i start looking this morning and I couldn't even find a parking pass in that same parking lot available for the first five ticket sites that I looked at. And then I even called the, the FedEx field box office to ask if I could buy one directly from them. Mm-hmm. The guy started laughing and said, he said, we've been sold out of those parking passes for months. He said, this is going to be the biggest demanded Washington home opener since at least 2013, which was the year after the, the big Robert Griffin season, which that game was a Monday night game against, you would guess it. Beloved Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, and that turned into be a the beginning of the end of the of the RG three era, right. as Washington basically got blown out of our own building by your team Green. There, that's such a shame uh, to hear that. Yeah, I'm sure that that upsets you to to relive that memory there as much as it does me. Right, right. Um, but anyway, no, but that does the, the point. Yeah, the that's point a good indication. The, yeah, the, the the ticket broker, or excuse me, the, the ticket official that I was talking to said the game is completely sold out and will likely be standing room only. And it's been the first time in at least six or seven years that Washington's had any kind of ticket sales prior to the game that are this big. Well, I'll tell you so, what, as from an ego standpoint, John, what you're saying, I mean, I have to say, as, and it, it just doesn't kill me to say this, because Washington has always been one of the most respected uh, teams, organizations in football for the longest time. Like when I grew up, the Washington Redskins were like the, you know, that was like the pinnacle. That was the franchise that my Eagles were always wanting to be. And to see how they've dropped to such a almost ridicule level. I mean, really, you've the butt, oh, yeah. they've been the butt laughing. end of jokes with all the name changes. La- la- and the, laughing stock is a, not an yeah. inappropriate so you, title. For, right. for me, it's nice to see that the juice is being put back into that fan base because it's one of the best fan bases in the NFL. I, I, there's no doubt about it. And just to give our division uh, some more juice as well, it's always good to have a strong NFC East, you know. Fully agree. And I think Washington's heading in that direction, you know. Um so that's that's I mean that's definitely an indication. It's a great example you just gave about the passion and the energy that is uh, encompassing 
squashing these I, days. I, I feel like I feel like this season is going to be the first in a decade where we actually have a true home field advantage in games in our own stadium. What about and the Eagles game? That'll be tough because obviously <laughs> Eagles, fans, be 50, Eagles 50. fans Eagles fans travel and you were there last year. It was. It, it was it wasn't even 50 50. No, that was like 65 70 30, yeah, I think. Yes, it was. It, there was so much green there, it made me sick to my stomach. Yeah, that honestly. has to. As, as, as a fan of your own team, to have, have your own stadium be outnumbered of your own fans, I mean, that's that's tough. It's great as an Eagle fan to it's see awesome. that. It was like a home oh. game away from home. But Oh, I mean, just walking, walking into and out of the stadium with your – Eagles chance and it, it was hard, very, very hard to swallow. I thought I tempered my excitement somewhat. No, you did it. I mean, but everybody, I mean, you did. I was trying to be respectful until they scored. No, and then I was going. Well, no, of course. I mean, you're, you shouldn't temper yourself when you're watching your team. Well, no I mean, I'm not going to be a jerk, I guess is what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, well, okay. I mean, there's, there's something to be said for not rubbing someone's nose in the fact right. that that game was 24 to nothing. Yeah, that was, that was another one. Was early, it? early second quarter. And then, yeah, there, then the rest of the game was actually fairly boring. There wasn't a whole lot going on after that, but right. Well, that's, I mean, things are changing. That's for sure. Um, they are. So let's talk about the other thing I've, I've been reading about. I might even sign the petition myself. I, I can't remember if I did or not, but I was excited <laughs> to sign, sign it. I can't remember if I was able to or not, but is this petition I'm hearing about changing the name back to the Redskins. So what's going I, on with that? Is there any like chance of that happening? What are you hearing? I, I would love for it to happen. I mean, absolutely. It would be unbelievable if it did. And, and yes, I've seen, I've seen the petition. I've signed the petition and it's definitely well over a hundred thousand at this point. Yeah, I think last I checked, and actually it was like either yesterday or even this morning, because I saw it. I've been watching this every once in a while. I can't remember. It comes up on some screen or some site that I frequent every once in a while. I think it's up over right. one hundred and thirty-five thousand signatures. Mm-hmm. Something around here's there. here's here's what I hear and what I think. I believe the odds are at least fifty-fifty that the name is going to change. I I do believe that the new owner is going to. Uh, Change it to is something. going to change the name to something. I don't know what it's going to be. Um, I don't think it's going to be Redskins because I because I honestly don't think that the NFL is going to allow that. Uh, yeah. The main I think the main reason uh, that the that the name was changed in the first place was not necessarily because of the Native Americans protesting about it. It had more to do with corporate sponsors like Amazon and Coca-Cola and FedEx saying we're no longer going to support and and sponsor the NFL if you have this perceived racially insensitive team name in the midst of everything. Totally perceived, by the way. Perceived. Oh, yeah. It wasn't every every study that's been done that actually talked to the Native American community, the ones that should be the only ones that would have any right to be offended by the name, right? They all saw it. I mean, ninety plus percent of them saw it as a 
it's a, it's a badge of honor. Yeah. They they thought it they thought it was they thought it was it's exactly positive it's. and and yeah that they yeah. you know they thought that it was you know an an, an honor to be associated with. And, and no and, company and is going to name their of... team in a derogatory term. You know, no no no, no successful business is going to name their company name that's going to insult or or potentially insult Correct. or. Yeah. You know, be derogatory De- or demean. Yeah, yeah. For in any in any fashion, it's it's they're always going to name something like a redskin. You think about, you know, the Indians. They're strong. They're brave. They're courageous. Yes. Strength in numbers. They yes. fighters. Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. I know. It's just so it's just so dumb. I don't want to get off on a tangent on that, but it's just that was that was just this. Um, it was taken over for a while. All these cultural changes and stuff. It it, it just went too far. Like the pendulum. There might be some cases where that needed to be changed, but the pendulum went too far, and 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 I think the Correct. your football team was was one example of that. Right, and I, I I fully agree. I I do believe the name. There's a very fair chance um, that it is going to change, but I don't. Even though I would absolutely love it as a as someone who's been a fan. Yeah. For well over forty years, I would it would be nothing short of unbelievable. I I don't think it's going to happen. Well, I was I, talking. I hope, I'm, I hope I'm I hope I'm proven wrong, but I just don't. I don't yeah. see that. I don't see the corporate the corporate sponsors. The like I said, the Amazons and yeah, Anheuser Busch and Coca Cola and the the big. Well, just NFL kick FedEx sponsors. out of there. I I would love that. <laughs> um, yeah. I know, you know, it's going to be interesting. I think anything will be an improvement of the commanders. I think you agree with that. Even if they don't go back That's, to the Redskins. I, mean, I know. I agree. I was talking to a couple I, I would of, love, I would still love something with red in it. Yeah. I was talking to a couple of, or a few, I, for some, you know, I do card shows and I had one over the weekend mm-hmm. and, um, some people come to my table and they're, you know, closet commander fans, meaning they're not wearing the apparel or whatever, but where they're wearing the, their full jerseys blown out, you know, and I had a, I had one uh, commander fan at my table, and then there was a couple others that kind of came over at the same time. So I was talking to three, three commander fans at once, and I was asking them kind of some some of the same questions I'm asking you, knowing I was going to have you on to kind of get some, you know, my own background kind of um, uh, research. I guess I was using these guys is kind of get a vibe as far as what's going on there and what the thoughts sure. were on the name. And they both, or the two or three of them, they couldn't stand much like you, the commanders. I can't, I can't imagine there's any fan that actually likes the commander name. But there must be some out there. But uh, but they're like, you know, hopeful that they would change it back. They wish they never changed it from the Redskins. And these are like long time. These guys were in their probably 30s, you know, mid 30s, not necessarily older fans. But even these these were kind of younger fans and they still, you know, would prefer that they remain. Plus the helmet. And one guy was like, yeah, they, I love the helmets. I'm like, yeah, the helmets were awesome with the Indian <laughs> yeah. on them. I love those helmets. Yeah. And I'm that, an Eagles that, fan. That, 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 that Native American that's symbolized on that helmet is it, that's actually based on a real person yeah and that's uh, not I mean, meant a, to insult a, anybody a hero like he was he's one of the most decorated you know warriors within all of the native american community it's and, yeah. and they, so it gets back to my point where i'm saying they're, they're not offend, project. they're not offended by anything they don't right. they don't see it as a caricature they don't see it as a as a joke Right, so it gets back to my point whether that was a organizational decision to put that guy on there. I didn't know that, by the way. So that's an interesting insight to project bravery, honor, and all that. They didn't yes, put some schmuck Indian on there. 
no, it's the the one that all, the one that the one that actually does seemingly seem offensive was the Cleveland Indian. It was a cartoon kind of a oh the big eyes, yeah. The I mean the goofy looking, yeah. You know, did look unintelligent like that one to me. I could actually see if someone took offense to that. That's one. a good. One. I mean, I, they, I never they, took offense to it, but the did, way you're saying it, yeah. They, I mean, they right. did. They did. They did change it. I mean, they 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 picked yeah. a name that might even be worse. That's than another Commanders. stupid name. I mean, it's Gar- amazing who. Guardians, could, I'd love to be in these you. meetings when these names are being thrown around. I'm uh, like, who the heck uh, would raise their hand thinking, "Yeah, Guardian, that's a that's an awesome name," or Commanders? Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, no, you know, I, I, I think what happened with the commanders, this is just my own theory, and I mentioned to the guys at the t- at my table I was I was talking about. I think that remember the big Marvel comic explosion? Like there was all these movies coming out, Thor and all the superhero movies were coming out. Avengers and, just, and yeah. Yeah, Avengers, and I think that was part of it. I think they wanted to capitalize on that market. I don't know. That's just my theory. Could be. Because it sounds like Could an be. Avenger. It sounds like one of the super comic superheroes, Commander. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's a. There's there is very very and I I'm I frequent the Redskins well, what used to be Redskins the Washington fan message boards and and fan sites. I couldn't I couldn't say that it's more than two percent of people who like the name. I mean, there's just not anybody that's that's advocating to keep that name. Nobody likes it. Yeah, so let's see. Let's see if there, that gets some traction there. Either a petition to change it back completely, or you know, you guys, you guys want to make a change. I'm sure it's the new ownership. You know, like any type of new owners want to make a splash, want to make a change. So I think Correct. that just inherently them taking over a new organization, even if there was no problem with the name, they would probably be looking to make a name change. So, right. I, I mean, if if someone bought the, I don't know, a, a, a long-standing name that if someone bought the Detroit Lions, they probably wouldn't be in any hurry to change the name. But to buy it to buy a franchise that just went underwent a name change within two years to a name that nobody likes, like nobody. Right. <laughs> There's nobody that likes that name. Exactly. I, I think I think that the time is right right now for the new ownership to figure something out. It may not be Redskins and I and I honestly as much as I would love it, I would I would turn backflips if it happened. I just don't think it's going to. Right. But I would I would love to see something like my my personal favorite if it's not Redskins would be Red Wolves. I think I think they could make a great that would be a cool name. Out of I'm very that. partial a cool logo. Um, yeah, the logo would be cool. Put a wolf think, on the helmet. I think they could do. Red, I think Red Wolves could could be fantastic. Yeah, it would be hard for me because I'm I'm partial to wolves and my favorite animal, and I have to root against them. That'd be tough for me to do. You know? Understood. <laughs> but, but you're right. That's a good point that you made because I don't. I think that's a great point that you made because I wasn't trying to say that a you know a new ownership would want to change the name of the Eagles or the Lions or the Bears. Yeah, not they would not. But for the fact that you have already a new name that nobody likes, it gives Correct. them an open door to make a name change like that. Right. Yeah. And, and I I think there's even. I've, I've seen or read, I think, that there's something in the, in the NFL bylaws that when a, when an owner buys a, a franchise, a, a, assumes a new franchise, that they have a five-year window where they could rebrand it if, if they want to. But And it's not voted on the, or anything? It's of, totally by the owner's choice alone? It's not well, voted on they, by the There's own. approval process for – I mean they can't 
just name it whatever they want. I mean, yeah. I think I think there has to be some type of you know league approval vote or some sort. I, and I don't know what that looks like. I haven't gone yeah. that far into it. All um, right. But like th- the point being is that most of the time they don't. The, whoever buys the franchise doesn't want to change it because they're right. they already there's already brand. there's already goodwill there. People know it. People like it. The right. fans love it. Whatever. I mean, in this case though, it's it's kind of that perfect storm where yeah, this would be welcome. We have a name that people hate, <laughs> and and it's only been here two years, so it's not like you're yeah. you're racing decades of history yeah Nobody, it's already been no done one's atta- no one's attached to it now as it is right it's already been done like if somebody yeah, came in yeah. and bought the eagles and they wanted to change the name to something else there would be riots riots street. exactly right that would never happen no it wouldn't not just the eagles but it wouldn't it wouldn't happen for 29 of the 32 franchises yeah, exactly probably. yeah it's not just the eagles everybody and nobody's gonna yeah i mean there might be a couple I don't know. Maybe like the Jaguars, maybe that they, yeah. And I was just thinking, I was actually thinking Panthers and Jaguars because they're relatively newer franchises and haven't been very successful lately. I mean, if someone bought them and, and petitioned the league to change them there, there might be an opportunity. Nobody's going to lose their minds over that. I don't think for everyone else, they're no, they're not even going to, they're not even going to want to change them. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean. You it would be stu- it'd be it'd be suicide to yeah. to a- alienate your your longtime fans. But in I think Washington, for, yeah, the fans have been alienated for so long that we'll we'll take whatever we can get. I honestly. think here's here's my prediction. I think there's absolutely no question, and I would almost bet my house on it that the that they're going to change their team name. I don't know if it'll be to back to the Redskins, but I think. Exactly what we're talking about. They have an open door that no team ever really has when they buy. Right. And they want to put their stamp on this organization like any new ownership would. What better way right. than to change the entire team name? And so, I think you're right. I would say I would say you're probably at least 75, 25 that they're going to change yeah, it to something change it else. to something. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe it won't be the Redskins. I don't. Somebody. I don't. I mean, I would say it's a low, low, low chance that they're going to be able to get enough support from the league to be able to change it back to Redskins. Yeah. All right. Well, it's just, it's still politically incorrect for what, for what it's worth. Yeah. I don't think it should be, but right. That's a, that's a different argument. All right. Let's shift some gears here. So I, I thought, and I think okay. I might've talked about this on my podcast. I don't know if I had you on and maybe had you, maybe we had a side conversation. I'm not sure if I actually had you on the program, but I know I talked to my audience about this and that is that I thought it was a great indication after the, or through the draft and after the draft that Washington did not take a quarterback. And I thought that that was a huge endorsement for Sam Howell uh, when they did not do that. And so I want to talk about how, cause I think I like him. I, what I saw last year, I know it was a very small, you know, sample size, but what I saw from, from Howell definitely showed me that the guy's got some talent, some promise here. So, um, but I'm not a Washington fan, so give me your take on how. What are your thoughts on them and the organizations as a whole? Okay. Full disclosure: Sam Howell's from the University of North Carolina. That's your boy. My my alma mater. Uh, I've I've watched every one of his games that he started for us for three years as quarterback at UNC. 
So, That's why I have you I on already, here, John, because you bring more I than already, just. I already, I already loved the guy before my my favorite pro team drafted him. Right now that now that they've drafted him, this this could work out unbelievably well. I, I I don't know yet. Nobody knows yet. He he played. He started in one essentially meaningless game at the end of last year, which was a win. I don't know if any games meaningless Adam, against the Cowboys though. Yeah, well. But Dallas was resting starters. You, Philly had already you – you were punking the Giants at halftime. There was no way that <laughs> Dallas was going to pass you for the number one seed. Right. And the only, the only way that could have happened would have been if your game against the Giants had also been close at halftime. Dallas did play their so, starters though, right? At least some of them. Didn't they? Well, they did, play, they, did play, they did play some starters through early, at least the first quarter until okay. – until, Philly was up, I don't know, 14 right, they, or 17 or 21 to zip against against New York. Right. Because New, New York didn't have anything to play for either. They were already locked in as the wild card, and they couldn't go They couldn't go up or down. Right. So, so the Eagles just had were, to win to make sure starters. that they had the number one seed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Dallas knew that, and Dallas wasn't trying as hard as they would have tried if if, if by winning that game they, they could have gotten the one seed or the – you know, the first round by or home field advantage or whatever. So it's, it was encouraging that he, that Sam played as well as he did, but under the circumstances, it wasn't against a team going all out trying to stop him. Right. And it's the same thing with the preseason this year. He had a, I mean, he really had an excellent preseason, but he was playing against a lot of second teamers. I mean, right. You know, when they the, the best game he had was a uh, was the uh, game against Baltimore, right. and Baltimore started two or three of their eleven defensive starters. They just that's how they do. That's that's just how Baltimore has always been. Yep. And but Howell had an extremely good game. Uh, the the thing that Washington fans are most optimistic about this year is the new offensive coordinator, Bienemy, who came from the Chiefs. Yep. Your your guy reads yep. right hand for what six seven a long eight years. time yeah he was there with Reed yeah, for a, a while a, quite a while I mean he he developed he developed Mahomes from you know raw rookie to you know one of the best quarterbacks of all time potentially and mm-hmm. there's there's some similarities in the style of play between Howell and and Mahomes Is obviously there? I'm not comparing I'm not talk, comparing we'll talk about to, that what are some of the similarities similarities you're talking about. And he, Howell, Howell can beat you with his legs. Okay. He can he can beat you on off off schedule plays. He can he can get out on the out of the pocket and throw on the run and throw darts on the run. Okay. Washington hasn't had a quarterback like that in well, basically probably since RG three, right? Yeah, for that one flash in the pan Griffin season, I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, because cousin Cousins was a pocket. I mean, they had McNabb, but he was kind of a, he was past his prime. Then. He was, uh, he was on the downside by yeah. then. No, that, that I, I don't barely even count that. But, right. but yeah, it to have a to have a young quarterback in you know developing who has that type of talent. Yeah. Washington hasn't seen that in a long time, right. and 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 the the combination of new quarterback and new offensive coordinator who has already proven that he can develop. A quarterback who has a similar skill set style 
that's got a lot of people excited, myself included. Yeah. Well, uh, I, like I said, I've only seen them play a little bit. And most of it was probably the Dallas game because the Dallas did have their starters, and I remember. And it's not, and he, they were, and he was beating the Dallas starters because weren't they leading by the time Dallas started pulling their guys? Yes. Yeah, they were winning the game. Yes. Yeah. That Washington never trailed in the game. They they scored early. I think it was it was pretty close at halftime, maybe ten to seven or thirteen to seven, right. and then or thirteen to six. I think the final score was twenty six to six, Washington. Yeah. And yeah. Howell played Howell played the whole game. Now the second half, Dallas pulled Dallas yeah, pulled. The they did by then, but they did. Clearly. But Dallas still had to win the game early on, just in they case did. the Eagles That's stumbled true. their foot in New York. So. Correct. I guess Correct. I know how you're. I understand why you're trying to downplay that, and that makes sense to be reasonable and realistic. But at the same time, he, you know, Dallas was playing for something at least at the beginning of that game. That is true. That is true. And you know? and Howell Howell handled it very well. I mean, the the thing the thing that I like the most about him is that based on compared to the other quarterbacks that Washington's trotted out over the past two or three years. He he can throw the ball downfield with accuracy. Fitzgerald was pretty well, good at that. Yeah, uh, you mean you mean Fitzpatrick? Oh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Fitzpatrick. Yes, that's what I meant. But, I don't know if Larry Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald could have had a good throw. Fitzpat Fitzpatrick yeah. played a grand total of two series and hurt his hip in the literally the first quarter of the season opener and he did he missed the whole rest yeah. we we never we never got to see if he could be any good for us or not. Well did he only play two Washington. games, that's it? Yes. No, he played two quarters. Two quarters. So why did I think he played a little there a little longer than that? I guess not. You're that's thinking right. of Wentz and No, I'm not Wentz thinking of not definitely games. not thinking of Wentz. No, I was definitely thinking no, about Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick got hurt in the season opener wow. and suffered a season ending injury to his hip. Yeah. And, and actually, not even a season ending. It it was a it ended up yeah, it was being a, a career. career. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a career. I remember that now. Injury. For some reason, I thought he was the, with Washington a little while. Yeah, we <laughs> Washington never got a chance to see if he could be any good. And I, and I actually had really well. My point was hopes. he was a good. I thought down he was going to be good. Yeah, he was a good yeah. down the field. He could throw the deep ball pretty well. Yeah, we just didn't get a chance to see if he if he could do it in in games for us. Um, Howell, Howell's, and and I, I really do love Washington's receivers. I think Washington has a. I like Washington has a, has a better set of skill position backs and receivers than any point that I can remember. In, and I don't even know how. Hang many on, years. Don't, don't don't be dissing the posse. Well, no, I'm not going back to the '80s, but <laughs> it might be, it might be the Gary best Clark and Art then. Monk might have something to say about that. Yes, no. If, if if they're even close to being that good, then yes, I'm I'm yeah. optimistic. Which they might. That. Those guys are good, man. I mean, McLaren is an eagle killer. I mean, we've talked about that I before know. in this program. Yes, I know. He kills the Eagles. And Dotson's a damn good player too. Dan's he's like the touchdown guy. That guy scores yeah, all the time. I think Dotson, yeah. Dotson tied for the rookie lead with touchdowns and missed six games. Right. And still That's impressive. Still was still had seven touchdowns yeah. and Tied the, I guess I think it was Olave who was the other one, who played the whole season, or most of it. Correct, and and ironically, who Washington traded out of that pick, and they could have drafted him to be able to tr- trade down to to get Dotson, and then with the other picks that they got, one of those other picks ended up being the fifth round pick, which was Sam Howell. So, 
Wow. All right. Well, and Dotson's a Penn State guy, isn't he? Correct. For yes, uh, Dotson. Our Penn State fans that I'm for sure your, are yeah, part, for your, of, yeah, part for of the your audience. Pennsylvania listeners. Yeah. They're probably very familiar with Dotson and probably what the, what he's doing is most likely not surprising them. I, uh, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna bust out this year and be I I think i have extremely high hopes for him. And you still have it'll also help McLaren too, you know, because you got a Correct. second threat yes. on the field and who's your tight end this year? You guys, you don't still don't have what's his name? Yeah, is he gone? Yeah, Logan Thomas is, is he back. still there? And okay, yeah, he you haven't heard anything from him all all off season because he's hasn't practiced, he hasn't played in any of the preseason games. I just wonder now. I, this I actually, stage in his actually career. heard yesterday that he he was just he was just like uh, author released or authorized for full drills, full contact, and they say that he think they think he's going to play in week one. I just wondered this stage in his career how much this guy has left in tank. Because early on, this guy was one of the best tight ends in the league, but he's really done nothing now for about three years. No, he yeah, he, he hasn't been on the field enough, right, really. Right, exactly. That's what I mean. Not Nothing against yeah. him. It's just no. – he, but he's ultimately, he's done nothing. Um, and I know he's yeah. good. Uh, I know he's good. But I wasn't – do you have a back – like who's your backup in case he goes down again? Yeah, um, the, other, the other tight end that has been – raved about is a second year guy named Cole Turner. And he's been, he's actually been very good in the preseason. And it, and it seems as though Howell and Cole Turner have a, have a connection that, that could end up being very good. There you go. Okay. Um, yeah, and he was, I think he was a uh, maybe fifth or sixth round draft pick two years ago. So this was, this is coming into his second year. All right. So let's do a deeper dive on Howell. I mean, not in house. Sorry for the rest of your the rest of the team. All right, so we're training camps are over. Season's about to start here pretty soon. Um, we talked about your wide receivers. We know they Washington's got a great defense or the potential to have a really really good defense. Certainly strong up front. Um, what are some notes? Some newsworthy items uh, through the training camp down there in Washington? Any camp surprises? Any sleepers that you have? Guys to keep an eye on that maybe are floating under the radar. Any camp favorites yeah. or disappointments? Kind of all that. Just kind of take me through the Washington. Take me inside the Washington training camp. Okay. Uh, Washington's first round draft pick this year, cornerback Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State. Right. Uh, Remember they took him over some of the guys that were rated higher, like correct. Stingley Chris, and Christian. Some of the other Christian guys. is it Gonzalez? Yeah, Christian Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Christian right. something. Yeah, and then I think he went, and I I was actually I was. I was thinking that they were going to pick him, and and they ended up not. Um, what I've heard from Forbes so far has been nothing but great. Actually, yeah. uh, he's had he's had a great camp. Uh, he is he is a ball hawk. That the the one thing as good as Washington's defense has been over the past couple of years, the one area haven't had a sniper back. There. They haven't. They have. Yeah. They they haven't created enough turnovers. Yeah. They they have not just gotten the ball and given given the offense a short field often enough. Which is surprising, like you said, because they have a great pass rush. And typically you've got a good pass rush. You right. know, quarterback's got to release the ball, you know, prior to when, you know, before they want to and those put the you know, sometimes you put the ball up in the air and, and that is when it's uh, most likely to, you know, have a turnover created. So they, that's that makes they've sense. They've had they've had deep they've had good cover guys in the back, but they haven't had guys that key for the interception that, that actually are ball hawks. They, they, 
go after and get interceptions. Get yeah. And yeah. and that's that's this guy's reputation. I mean, he played in the SEC at Mississippi State. He faced Georgia. So, yeah, Bama, so he faced all the big LSU, boys. LSU. I mean, the all the, the great wide receivers best. that have come out of there. Yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the Bama guys, the Georgia guys. I mean, yeah. They play LSU clearly. too, or no? Is LSU in that? Uh, yeah, Miss, yeah, Mississippi yeah. So they State played Chase and Jefferson. Year. I mean, so I don't he's played, played yeah, Jamar, yes, Chase, right, maybe. Jamar Chase and Jefferson, yes. Um, they don't get any better than that. There's a lot of there's a lot of optimism for him. Yeah. Um, if you if I had to pick a sleeper, like some guy that you know, eight weeks from now, that the rest of the NFL is going to be like, where did this guy come from? Um, they drafted a running back in the sixth round out of Kentucky, also an SEC guy. Uh, named Chris Rodriguez and bruising, powerful, but also quick on his feet. He, he could end up being one of those guys that just bust out and comes out of nowhere. And especially if, if something happens to, to Brian Robinson. Yeah. They still have Robinson and Gibson there, right? Is Gibson still there too? Okay. And, and actually they, Somewhat surprisingly, they only kept three running backs on the active, on the 50, on the fifty-three. Most most teams take four. Uh, there yeah, was the some discussion as to yeah. as to whether whether they were going to pick a fourth or just run with three. Uh, Robinson is going to be good. Gibson is a is a Swiss Army knife. He's he can, yeah, he's he a can good split back. you out of the bat. Yeah. He's probably better as a as a as a slot receiver or yeah, he's good at that or third third down back but whatever you want to call it but he he's gonna the enemy i think is gonna get him touches in space and that's what he needs yep. he's he's he was never a run between the tackles kind of back no but he did it pretty he, well i mean he was at least sufficient doing that but you're right it wasn't his he, strength yeah no a full year of now remember robinson jr at this time last year was recovering from right, gunshot shot the legs yeah. Yes. So uh, nobody, the NFL hasn't seen a full season of a healthy Robinson That's yet, true. which you're about to. That's true. Uh, and then this guy Rodriguez is, it, he seems similar to to Robinson, but he could be, he could be the he could be the battering ram goal when, line guy. Yes, exactly. I was just I was just thinking that like Fourth goal line one. guy or even. Yeah, we're in the fourth quarter and we got a lead and we need to yep. chew some clock. Grind it out. Get yeah, get first downs with our guy with fresh legs while the defense is gassed or whatever. Right. Um, it, it never hurts to have someone that can oh, definitely that can do that. Right, exactly. So only three running backs are going. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. It and it's a little bit unsettling, but yeah, it obviously the NFL as a whole is basically who can stay healthier the longest. Yeah. That, I know the Eagles are going with four. Really, yeah. The Eagles are going with four guys, but one of them is yeah. kind of like the do it all type guy. Like, you know, Swiss army knife, like you mentioned, that's who Boston right. Scott is with Eagles. So they kind of keep him just because he can return right. kicks. You know, he can, he can, you know, obviously Correct. start yeah. if they need to do a spot start. So, you know, and then otherwise we got Gainwell, and then the two guys we picked up this off season, and Swift and uh, and Penny. You know, so yeah, right. I, there was a lot, a lot of buzz about them picking up Taylor, but I, I never knew, I never thought that was going to happen. Washington, yeah. No, well, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, the Eagles. No, 
Oh man, yeah. well, I mean, I, I think you've listened to my last couple podcasts or my last I, podcast. I did. So you know yeah, my take they, is they on that. They but don't, just they it's don't just, pay Eagles. Eagles don't pay receipt uh, uh, running backs. No, and, Washington. Washington. No, and I just I just become man. critical of our own fan base because I'm like, guys, guys, time out here. Do you know your own team pay, here? Pay attention. I mean, yeah. geez, there's there's no way the Eagles are interested in Taylor. I don't care what news or who's posting what. It, there's no interest in Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, so I had that. I went yeah. off on the other the last episode because, you know, some of these guys get a lot of uh, – they have a big following, and they get all these other fans juiced up about the Eagles getting Taylor. I'm like, guys, it's not happening. It's not happening. I, I bet you – I guarantee you, actually, I'm like, there's the Eagles are not remotely interested in Taylor. I'm like, why do you think he's leaving Indianapolis? He wants to be paid. Uh, yeah, anyway. But yes, yeah. Now he's uh, that was just a bunch of nonsense. It was just clickbait garbage, and I like to uh, cipher out that for my own audience and give them the real deal because uh, that's one reason I, why I hope they tune in to Philadelphia Eagles talk with Jeff because I'm not going to get into all that crap and I'll call it out when it's out there. But um, yeah, so I, I think just from an Eagles fan's perspective, I think that Washington's got um, a lot of potential and. A lot of momentum, maybe most, maybe the better word, because obviously there's a more there's juice in that fan base that hasn't been there, and as we talked about earlier, a long time, time. and and that's only going to help, you know, especially if the Washington gets off to a good start, which they should. Like I said, we already talked about the layup first game they have. I mean, there's they're not losing that game, so they're already going to be one one and zero. I know you don't want to overlook game. I get that as a fan, you know, I get it, but you guys will win that game. Um, and they play the Eagles early on. And I know that you uh, took a little issue with my uh, comment that I said last episode or a couple episodes when I said that the Eagles <laughs> would win that game easily. Um, I don't, you know, what I said maybe and then, easily. And then I and then I then I had to then I was forced to remind you that right now Washington <laughs> has a winning streak at the link. Yeah, I guess. Well, again, and you and remember what happened the last game we, that led to that hopefully we'll, hopefully we bring the same set of refs that were. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad you're acknowledging that because yes, yeah, they did so win that game, that. but did they outplay the Eagles in that game? No, but they did win that game. They, they okay. went toe to toe with the Eagles. They did. They got did. enough. And they got breaks, a couple of couple calls. A couple of breaks. Have... A couple of fluke, somewhat fluky turnovers. <laughs> somewhat fluky. <laughs> well, I mean, Quez. <laughs> and that was legitimately a fumble, but he was about. Oh, to Quez is yeah. No, yeah, that one was. That was definitely no, a legitimate the, fumble. The, the, the one, yeah, the one on the face mask, clearly. Well, that was ridiculous. Yeah, that was one of the yeah, worst calls was. I've seen in the history of watching football. Yes, it was. I, that I, was I've seen enough bad ones. But you're right. I forgot about the late quest. They hit him on a deep bomb, right, and then he fumbled the ball. I remember that now. Yes, yeah. right. That would have set up the Eagles. He was walking in for a touchdown. Yeah, they would have set up the Eagles for the win, probably. I think it was late in the game, right, yeah. when that happened? Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, it was. no, hey, listen, you guys won that game. No doubt about it. You have a winning streak. What's the, How long is the winning streak? Oh, it's just one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's all. Awesome. I want to know. <laughs> all right, well, listen. I mean, here's the thing. Do I think Washington? Do I really think the Eagles going to steamroll Washington? No, I'm not trying to present that. I know that. I, I just that. feel that, and this is why I talk about it. I just think the Eagles will be 100 percent focused on those games early. At least I hope they are, because right. they need to get these quote unquote yeah. winnable games, because their schedule from about game seven on for the rest of the season is a night nasty. Yeah. yeah. You know, Kansas city, here, San Francisco, Dallas twice, um, Seattle on the road. 
Uh, there's a couple others. The Jets on the road, which is, you know, the Jets are not going to be uh, an yeah. easy one anymore. That's not a pushover anymore. Even though, believe it yeah. or not, the Eagles have never lost to the Jets in the entire history of both. I, I heard that on your last on your last pod, and I, I was it's never shocked. Happened. They've that. never beaten the Eagles. So hopefully yeah. that continues. There's two well, teams Washington, that I think uh, – Washington's kind, of kind of in a similar boat because after that Arizona game, they play at Denver. Yeah. And then the next two are home against Buffalo, that'll be and tough. Then at, and then at Philly at the league, I'm 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 just hoping to come out of that at two and two. You, I think you have a good shot at two and one. Well, wait, hold on. Oh, you're okay with the Eagles game too. I think you'll be, you'll yeah. probably be going into the Eagles game at two and one. So you'll have some juice well, going into that I mean, game for hopefully. sure. Hopefully, if but if we go into the Eagles game at one and two and then lose at the league, then one and three, that's a that's a tough start. Hole to start trying yeah, to that dig would be. Out of. Yeah. Well, I guess that again. And, it's it's nice I, to get that Arizona game because you know you're going to off to a good start. Um, yeah. Denver, I think, is definitely Denver, a winnable. I, Denver's beatable, but at, at Mile High is still not easy. It's tough, but you're catching them early, though. I, I think Washington yeah. should win that game. I mean, it, you know, I think we, I think Washington could win it, but I'm I'm not convinced confident that they will win it. I mean, it could no, be. No, I wouldn't be confident that they will win it. I guess I'm giving you a win there. Um, and then probably Buffalo will be a tough one to win win that one there. But um, yeah. I'm thinking you – you let's just say I think you could easily be 2-1 and one heading into that Eagles game. That's – I mean, that's the the major hope is a 2-1 and one, at Eagles be a loss and then, and then get to – Bears, Falcons, Giants. Three winnable games. Take at least two of those. And then home against the Eagles. Yeah. If, you, if you're truly home, then, yeah. Yeah, it might actually – it might for once be a real home. Yeah, if you get off the – if you're – hey, let's just say you're – what's that, game seven or game eight? No. Uh, that's game – yeah, that would be – The second one is what? How many games in? Eight. That'll be game eight. So yeah, if we're four, so if and you're three like or, five and three, are you know, for that game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think the Washington fans will come back out and, and yeah. support them. Although the Eagle fans probably already have their tickets for that game. That's possible. <laughs> I don't know. Do you? But what you, you prevent though is the Washington fans, like the season ticket holders, selling it. You know, selling off. Yes, that right. Tickets. That's what would right. not happen. Yeah. Are you Are you coming down for that game? No, but I'll never. I can't rule it out. But right now, I don't have okay. tickets for that game. No. Okay. You're not going, are you? Or are you? Well, I mean. Well, I if you decide to go, and maybe we can uh, set that up yeah, again. We, <laughs> yeah, we, we could. Sounds like the parking's going to be more expensive. <laughs> oh, it's, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. All right. So, so well, we're kind of yeah. talking about the NFC. I wanted to get, get your opinion on what you think of the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the Giants. So how do you uh, – how do you kind of stack those teams up in the division? I mean, I think you, I think you got to go Eagles one, Dallas two, and, until proven otherwise. Um, yeah, Dallas I is know, good. They're, I, know, I think they're definitely going to be. With Dallas the is formidable. I mean, what we all hate them, but oh, I know. You can't but you got to give them credit. That's a good that team there. Yeah, you can't deny that they've they've got they've got great parts in the, in the spots where you want the great parts. They do, and their defense is even better than last year. And they, they can get to the quarterback, right. but now they got guys in the back end. I think that picking up uh, – who's the cornerback they grabbed there from um, Gilmore? Yes. I think that's yeah. uh, that was a big plus for them. I know he's older, but 
he's, he could still play. You know. Oh, he's – yeah, he's he's got another season or two left. Yeah, at, at exactly. A, at a high level. I think you're right. So that was a good pickup um, by them. What do you think of them picking up Lance? Trey Lance. That one's, that one's interesting. I mean, it's almost like a – why not? Like, let's just. Yeah, I think it made a lot of sense. Roll. Man. It's a lottery ticket, really. I mean, but they didn't tell Dak about it. That's what's interesting. Like, they did that kind of like you know sneak. Yeah, sort of underhanded. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm almost. It almost reminds me a little bit about about Philly drafting Hurts, and right without telling know, Wentz. Now making, Wentz making Wentz mad about it. Wentz was a big baby about it, though. I don't know if, if that'll happen. No, I mean, did that. you hear? Have you seen? Have you seen the actual interview with with? That he didn't look happy about it. He didn't look happy. No, he did not look happy at all. Yeah. No, he 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 was salty. He was not happy about that. But I think there's a little difference Uh, between drafting a guy for the future versus trading trading for a guy. guy. Yeah. 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 No. I mean, a little different, subtle one, but I think there's a little difference there. The thing that the thing that puzzles me about Dallas doing that is that. If if Dak gets hurt, I mean, whatever. If, if if he tears a knee up or breaks an arm or whatever, are you gonna are you gonna play Trey Lance or are you gonna go back to Cooper Rush, who's won you games like right and has himself. been yeah. like for for Dallas particularly? I didn't understand why they would want to do that, especially with a fourth round pick. I mean, that's still a that's still a day two pick. That's a that's a quality draft pick. It is. I, I'm I'm puzzled by the fact that they felt compelled to give up that high of a draft pick when when they already have a a backup quarterback that has started multiple games and has won multiple games. Yeah. Like you know what I I'm can, surprised can, what surprises me is is more from the San Francisco side of things. Like what are they thinking? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they could very well be playing Dallas for the NFC championship game this year. Right. Why would you give trade him to the Cowboys where that guy knows the offense? He knows what they do. The schemes and like, to yeah. me, that part of it too is kind of like, what are you guys doing? Why would you trade him to a potential conference? Yeah. Opponent? Conference opponent. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. I, I, I was puzzled completely by like that. that. I would think if you're San Fran, you would want, if you did, if you wanted to trade him, you'd get him into the AFC. Right. You wouldn't have to see him. Right. Or a bad and, NFC and, team and he, to worry about. And he, and he couldn't, and he couldn't give his new team intel on you and your right. play calls and your right. That's what alignments. I mean. and, yeah. Because yeah. he's been in that yeah. system for what, two years? Yeah. So he knows that offense and what they do defensively. I mean, Maybe that's why yeah. Dallas picked them up even more to be a back more so than being oh, a backup. Like, no, I mean, hey, fourth yeah, round pick no, to get all an intel on a team you might be playing for in a championship game. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't I, know. Maybe I'm making too much out of that, but I, I thought crossed my mind. You know, yeah. But I, I did, it, well, the, but the the thing that you have to go back to also is if he couldn't beat out Sam Darnold to be the second string right, quarterback, how good is and, yeah. yeah, right. Is I mean, is he really a total bust and? Just, just absolute garbage. I mean, plus you know they they probably did not want to trade him to Dallas, and they went around the entire league. Oh, that was, that's and what I no was one else yes. was going to give they him more than a fourth. Nobody round else pick. was going to give him at least a fourth round pick. Right, you knew yeah, that. No, that's that. I think it's more. I think it's more that than 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 
they traded him to Dallas or, you know, why did they trade him to Dallas? Because yeah. you know, he might know their system. I think it was more like that's the best we could get. And yeah. nobody wanted him at all. Like it's just a and, total and busted they, pick by them because oh, you know how much they, they traded, traded up three and gave away to go up and get him. Get that guy. You know. They 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 gave they gave the same package that Washington gave to go get up go up and get Griffin in 2012. Yeah, that's crazy. They three so one, three ones and a two, and that and that crippled the skins for three years after that. So you see, Dallas is a uh, obviously a very good team, as as yeah. do I. As much as we both hate saying yeah, that, we hate it. You know, it is it the is giant. A- the Giants are, I think, I think they're overrated. I, I thought they were overrated. I think last they have year, the potential but... to be overrated. I totally agree with you, but I do think there's certainly a team that is on the rise. But I think last year they benefited from an easier schedule than they have this year. So I think the yeah. true test will be this year, as far as how good really are the Giants. You know, to your point. Yeah, I mean, I would say they improved the team with some with some player acquisitions, but I still just don't. I just don't buy it yet. Is it because you don't buy the quarterback? Yeah, that's a big chunk of it. Yeah, because I yeah, mean that's, that's the, a big that's a big part of it. I I might be on the side of the fence where I think Daniel Jones is better than some think, but I don't. I still think he's got a lot to approve. That's that's for sure. And this will be the season where we're going to find out because they gave him a lot of money. And right. we're going to find out this year because they now have surrounded with weapons too, and he's got a better line. So if he doesn't, if he doesn't really become an upper echelon quarterback, and now you got to put him in that category because how much money they paying him. If he doesn't take right. that step with these weapons and a better offense and better coaching, obviously, this season. And what I'm saying, what I mean by that is like he throws for, let's just say I'll put the bar at like 27 or 28 touchdowns, and you know 4,000 something yards. If he doesn't have those type of numbers this year, then they're over, then he at least he's overrated and overpaid and de- definitely overpaid. Yes, yes. Yeah. And twenty-seven. He only had fifteen last year. Now he did have he had a bunch of rushing touches. What six or eight rushing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he was okay. You're talking about total touchdowns. Well, I'm talking about passing. No, I'm talking about twenty-seven. You are passing talking about touchdowns. passing touchdowns. Right. I I would bet the under on that. I'd bet my. House painted on that. Okay, I'm going to put that number at 27. We'll see how we do. We'll go, go back to this podcast yeah. and see. I, if he gets over 27 passing touchdowns, then they're going to win 12 games. Yeah, I'm not putting rest, this. Yeah, just for the record, roster, the rest of that roster, roster is legit. Yeah, just for the record, I'm not saying he's going to throw 27. I'm just putting the bar at as far as no, the no, way no, I'm I, I understand. Him. No, I understand. And and if and if yeah. if you're if if he hits over 27. If he throws more than 27 passing touchdowns, then the Giants are going to win 11 they'll or 12 be good. games. Exactly. Yes. And they'll be legit. They're, they're going to be at least the top wild card, if not the, if not the division It's not badly for the division. Yeah. yeah now, no. again, I don't want to overrate them either. Now, I do if, think if, they're slightly if Sam, overrated. If Sam, Howell, if Sam Howell throws 27 touchdowns. We'll have to worry and, about Washington. And, and, and single-digit and single picks – then Washington's going to win 11-plus games, too. Now, I, we have no idea whether he's capable of that because nobody knows well, I'm not yet. Putting, yeah, I'm not putting his bar there. I think if I think you would be happy in his first season if he throws, let's say, 22 touchdown passes. Yeah. 
I think and probably runs for six more, four yeah. more, five more, whatever. Yeah, and he might. I mean, who knows? I mean, this is everyone starts at zero, so you know, right. everyone's right. record zero zero. And uh, I think the giant. Like, what's good is that and I kind of alluded to this earlier. It's nice to see the NFC East becoming the NFC Beast again. That is true. Yeah. Because I mean, last year for for a big chunk of the year, the entire division was over. They were the only division that was over five hundred for the you right. know, well late into the year until Washington lost to the Giants and they started beating up on each other. Yeah, and if you think about it, when you look at the whole NFC conference, I mean, the top two teams, top three teams, okay. You got in, in no certain order. We got Philly, San Fran, and Dallas. Two of them are in the NFC. Yeah, East. Two and NFCs. Then for yeah. the four, five, and six, it could be the Giants or Washington. You know, know. battling it with like yeah. maybe Seattle or Minnesota or something like that. You know, right? Detroit. Any other thoughts on the Giants or any or any? You know, because we're kind of clump here. It's like I was saying, we're kind of yeah. wrapping up on, on an hour. Any closing yeah, thoughts on the division, on the Washington team, on, on the Eagles? Floor's yours. Like I said, I I feel like this year is is house money. I mean, if if Howell's the guy, then and and the new ownership, it's already better than the previous ownership. Yeah, that's that's a addition by subtraction. Uh, I I do feel like. I do feel like if Washington does not make the playoffs this year, that the new owner is going to get rid of Ron Rivera. Even if, even if they go a respectable, you know, eight and nine or nine and eight. And, but if they miss the playoffs, I don't think, I don't think the new owner is going to keep Rivera. Really? Even in, in what we were just talking about would be a very competitive division. So you think even if they miss the playoffs, I just, at 500 or so on, just based on just based on him being a new owner and wanting to put his stand to send on. a message and make yeah same thing yes. we were talking about earlier that, yeah yeah that under normal circumstances if 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 an established owner and an established franchise went you know nine and eight but missed the playoffs by a game and yeah. had some tough luck and a bad injury here or there that that you know sucked the life out of the season yeah, they, the coach might, the coach and the coaching staff might survive that. But in this case, I just have the feeling that this new owner spent six billion dollars for this team, and he's it's a lot of dope. This year is playoffs, or we're bringing our own guys in. So, what is the That's, fan sentiment of Rivera? Would you say right now before the season starts? An an amazing human being, but a average to possibly even slightly below average football coach. Okay. Uh, and, and, and honestly, even less, even below average as a talent evaluator, because he's, he's basically doing GM duties as well. He's we Washington has a front office that has a vice president of player personnel, whatever they want to call yep. it, but it's not, it's not a Howie. It's not a GM per se like in in philly your coach doesn't have final roster say like rivera does no he doesn't right right howie howie is the one that's calling the shots on yeah it's collaborative but howie makes the final call that's right in in right now that final call is is rivera's and that was the only way that at the time that they hired rivera that they could get him 
was to give him that. And he hasn't proven that he's worthy of getting that. All right, so give me – let's go through because I want to wrap it up. We're at an hour, and I don't want to test sure. the uh, test this thing not recording. Understood. Um, give me the run – like, give me the Washington record, your prediction for the season. And maybe do the whole division, but, but okay. start with Washington. All right. Washington is going to end up 9-8. and eight. And would you consider that a successful year? No. You wouldn't? Okay. Well, I, I would consider it moderately successful if I see enough from Sam Howell to, to right. realize that he's the guy he's to the move guy. on and build build with moving forward. Right. So there's some inter, in like inter variables to, to that answer. Correct. Yes. Right. If, if I see enough from Howell and they go 9-8 and eight and miss the playoffs by a game or two, yeah, you're excited. Then I then I see something positive moving forward. Yeah. What was the record think, last year? Eight eight and one. Okay, so you were, finished that. So we were five hundred. Yeah. So, so I can see about, where you think that just one more win could be a disappointment. I kind of get that, but like you yeah, said, right. if you with, see, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. with with Carson and and Heineke, not I mean, neither one of them together were that good. Really, a starting caliber positive NFL quarterback. Right. The the defense won games, special teams won games. I mean they they scraped out a nearly, you know, nearly playoff. They were in playoff contention until the last second to last week of the season. Right. Right. And and could have gotten there. They 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 played two games against the Giants. They tied one that they could have won and then they lost one that they really should have won. Either either of those tie or loss had been a win, and then they would have been the they would have been that last wild card instead of the Giants. Yeah, and and I and to this day I still don't feel like the Giants were a better team, but part of me thinks that the Giants were better coached. Gotcha. I, I don't like Dable very much, but I I think he's a good coach. I, I like do too. I don't like him, but I, I respect how he's done so far. Yeah, and they got a he's, lot of good front office guys in the Giants organization know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they they do. They always have, it, and that always makes me mad. So I think I think Washington's going to be nine and eight. I think I think New York's going to be ten and seven. Yep. I think Dallas is going to be eleven and six, and I think Philly will win the division at twelve and five. It's going to be. I think that division, our division, is going to be tight all year. I agree. I agree. I, I see the same thing. Yeah, I think it'll be tight the whole season. I think all four teams will be in it for a while. I really do. Um, yeah, no, and then maybe too. they'll start getting somewhat separation in uh, late November. You know, I think I think that at the by the end of this season, you'll the, the whole the whole football world will look at the NFC East and say this is the toughest, most competitive division yeah. in the NFL. We're back. We're yeah. back. No. I, I don't think Washington is, is quite there yet because I because I don't know enough about how. No, but you're gonna be one of those teams though that nobody's gonna want to play. I think this year, no, I, potentially this year, like you're gonna see good, Washington schedule, especially towards maybe yeah, the no. middle part, the end of the season, and be like, you know what, we thought this would be a nice, an easy win or relatively off, easy win. No, it's not gonna be. This is gonna be a battle, and I mean, even the I good teams. This, I think even the good as, teams. What I just said about Rivera, how I, I'm not sure he's that good of a coach. What I can say is that. No matter what, his teams don't give up. They do not roll over and right. take it halfway through the season. They never have. They they 
they can be two and seven at week 10 and they're still going to claw and fight to try to get back to seven and seven. And they might very well, they very well might do that. Yeah. So basically like anything else, as far as the success of a team, it's going to come down to the quarterback and the coach. (laughs) And so if, if Howell's the real deal, you know, the Redskins, that nine and eight could be 11 and six. Yeah, very, we just don't. We haven't possible. seen enough. I've seen enough. I've seen enough of Howell in three years of college, where I literally watched every snap he played in three yeah. years, to know that I. I you think he's if, a good? If it can, if it can translate to the pros, yeah, it, he is. He's good, and he's got he's got a clutch gene that that he he never gets rattled. It. He's down a touchdown in the fourth quarter. He he doesn't get rattled. Yeah. I mean, again, the the two games are completely different. I mean, there's tons of guys that were great in college that yep. it just didn't translate to the pros. And I I hope I hope we found one that will. All right, man. So there you have it. Words of wisdom from Johnny, the Commander fan, soon to be something to change, <laughs> potentially something else. <laughs> But anyway, uh, with that being said, Johnny, as always, thank you for joining the program. We're going to have you back at least twice more, if that's okay with you, as we go through the season. Good luck to the Commanders and Howell and Rivera and yourself. Sounds like there's some juice in Washington. And, uh, yeah, again, appreciate your time, as always. I thought I'd be good talk with you. Absolutely. All right, man. Till next time. Fly, Eagles, fly.